gorgeous how are you ladies doing this morning i hope you're all doing wonderful i'm your host dr michelle daff and you're listening to the dr daff show today we're doing a feminine impression segment where we're going to talk about your femininity and some ways that you can include hobbies that can help you to feel more feminine. I do want to ask that you please excuse my voice because I am recovering from a cold, so I do sound a little bit (laughs) nasally, a little bit different, but I wanted to get content out because I've been receiving messages from you ladies asking when I'm posting on the podcast next, so I want to make sure that I am still releasing things as I continue to heal. So I hope you enjoy this. Go ahead and sit back relax, get something to drink, get something to write with, and let's talk about this. Something important about femininity is your ability to be able to enjoy leisure, enjoy relaxing, enjoy doing things that just bring out your creativity, remind you of your womanhood, and add to your life, your family, and to the world. So hobbies are a great way to be able to do this. And most women complain because truly, they experience so much stress, so much pressure, day-to-day lives just kind of move. It's always like, on to the next thing. It's a new day, but the same old thing. So having some hobbies in your life can help you to kind of separate and break up your day, break up your life a little bit in a way that you are leaning into things that are meaningful for you. For those of you who are not very familiar with what it means to be a feminine woman and what that looks like, it's you leaning into your side that is nurturing, creative, relaxed, free, playful. And those are some things that can be incorporated into hobbies that can help you to just feel those things. And femininity is all about feeling, being able to feel, being able to be in the moment and soak it in, enjoy it. Now, the definition of a hobby is any activity that's done regularly in one's leisure time for pleasure. And the key word there is for pleasure. A hobby is not something that anyone should be forcing you to do or you should feel forced to do it because then again, you're stepping out of that femininity, that that playful free space. If you're feeling like you have to do it, you know, you don't have to and you shouldn't be forcing yourself to do it either. These are things that are truly helping you to enjoy your life. And when it comes to creativity, it's a freedom of expression. It's a way of showing that there are differences in this world. There's no right or wrong in creativity. It's all about your personal self-expression and your personal strength in your imagination. Your imagination is a beautiful gift from God. And because of our imaginations, we have everything in this world. When you look around, the things that man created, man made, is from someone's imagination. It's from someone's creativity, someone's playtime, someone's free time, someone's artistic ability. So everything ends up serving a purpose in the end, but there are no rules and you don't have to make them for yourself. That is part of you letting go, releasing control, and being in your feminine. So these are just 10 hobbies that women tend to really enjoy and feel like a woman while they're doing it. 
The first one is cooking or baking. And I put them together because they are different, but they both involve you being in the kitchen. The kitchen is one of the most fun, exciting places for me as a feminine woman. It's like the one place in the house that I feel like this is mine. Like these are my stomping grounds because this is where I create. This is where I relax. I retreat. And so much happens in the kitchen. And the kitchen ends up being such a blessing to yourself and to your family and friends. In the kitchen, you can bake wonderful, beautiful things, cookies, pastries, pies, cakes. You can make ice cream. You can make coffee, frappuccinos, lattes. You can truly just use your imagination to create lots and lots of beautiful pastries in the kitchen. And baking is one of my favorite things to do because it's like an extra little something. Cooking is phenomenal and fantastic as well but baking is always extra like people don't expect you to have dinner and then have a beautiful pastry for dessert most people are just happy to have dinner right (laughs) or your children may not be expecting to wake up to cinnamon rolls or to croissants they are waking up and smelling something that's like wow This is a really great day because mom made us cinnamon rolls this morning, right? It's always extra. And that's why baking is so fun. It's unexpected. It's a treat. And on top of like making the food and it being delicious, baking is so fun because of the decorative piece. When you bake cookies or you bake a pie, you get to decorate it in such a beautiful, colorful, feminine way. And I love baking for people you know, in the home or if someone comes over baking with them, it's easier than cooking a whole meal. And it's also something that you can gift. When you bake things, people enjoy them as goods, as treats that you can give out to people in your study group, in your Bible study, at school, wherever you go. It's a really nice way of having your signature in a place where people are most likely going to smile. And of course, cooking. Cooking is a very feminine um, way of being creative. And when I say feminine, it doesn't mean that this is restricted to women, because of course, there are so many male chefs and they're fantastic as well. It's not about that. It's about the fact that when you're cooking, you're able to be creative. You're able to release your love and your joy into what you're doing. And that aspect of it is what makes it feminine. So it's not the fact that it has to be done by a woman or by a man. But cooking is a beautiful art. And some of you may not find cooking to feel like a feminine thing because you are forced to cook or cooking wasn't introduced to you in a way that felt good. And I I definitely understand that. Um, I took on cooking as my own thing. I was introduced to it um, as a young child in a way where it was kind of like just following a formula and it didn't feel fun. It didn't feel, it didn't feel like what I wanted. But when I got older and I got to learn like, wow, you know, I can make all these different things. I'm not restricted to just making this. I can learn how to make something else. I can make someone really happy by making this. It helped me and allowed me to venture out into different cultures and understand different spices and where things grow and what certain spices do for your body and for your skin. And that was exciting. That's what made me really enjoy cooking. And of course, the 
art after cooking. I should add this to my list. This was not on my list, but the art after cooking is the tablescaping. Oh, tablescaping is one of the most beautiful feminine activities and ways of making your house and your events so beautiful. So having your plates, like beautiful dinner plates, my like dream is to have like a, a setting for every single season, you know, spring plates, summer plates, winter plates, and have different designs and different glassware and setting the table up differently with different flowers and silverware. That is so beautiful to me and enjoying my food on beautiful plates makes the experience so much more satisfying. And I have built up a little collection and whenever I'm eating, I get excited to eat like on a certain plate. Basic, basic things, but they help me to feel so much more feminine and motivated to participate in these hobbies. Let me know in the comments if you cook, if you enjoy cooking, especially as a woman, or if you feel like cooking is a daunting task. Let me know your thoughts and your feelings on cooking and baking. And let me know also if there's something that you really love to bake that is always a hit, please let me know in the comments because I'm always looking for new things to bake. Another super feminine hobby <laughs> is writing. Now you may think, oh wow, like some of these things, for some of you, you feel like you're so unfeminine and you're so hard on yourself, my love. And you think that you're just so far away from the woman that God created you to be, the woman that you really wanna be but you're actually not. You're actually so much closer than you think. You just probably don't realize what it is that you're doing. So having an artistic ability to write or just writing because you enjoy it is a beautiful feminine way of being. Writing poetry, writing novels, just writing in your journal, writing songs, beautiful feminine hobbies that can just help release things that are inside of you. I know that a lot of you ladies have come from really tough, tough backgrounds, life experiences, things that just really made it hard for you to be you. And writing is one of the most soothing and healing ways to be able to move from those things into a place of peace and understanding. So you can write to yourself, you can write to people, you can write anything, anything. You can write as much as you want or as little as you want. You can write one sentence and that sentence can be so deep because you finally got it out. You finally figured out what that thing was and released it. And that is so artistic, creative, and beautiful. So I invite you to write an essay or write a poem or write a short story. I used to love doing that as a teenager. Lots and lots of short stories that I would write just because. And it's a beautiful feminine hobby. Another feminine hobby that you probably didn't consider is playing. Now, you may think like, playing? How is playing a hobby? Well, when you're in your feminine energy, being open to play is something that is so beautiful. It's so cherished because in this world, we're very busy and most of us are very stuck. 
we're stuck in the moment, we're stuck in worrying, we're stuck in stress, we're stuck in what we don't have, we're stuck in what happened. And being able to play allows us to be able to get out of ourselves for a minute and enjoy the possibilities, enjoy the fact that things could get better, you could be happy, things could be fun, and you could be different. And that's why play is so important. Having a baby, I now have to play more and I love playing, but I forgot how much fun it was to just sit there and not have to perform for someone else's approval and just have fun. Just play make-believe or enjoy a toy or learn how something works or sing a song, you know, we as women a lot of times end up becoming too serious we don't know how to take a joke everything is like stupid (laughs) nothing is fun we're not fun we're boring or we're dry or we're dull we have no personality because that fun has been like smashed all the way down inside of us or for some of you you feel like that fun is totally gone you know someone took that away from you or a situation took that away from you And that's why the healing power of God is so important in your life because I too felt like that. I felt like I wasn't fun anymore. And that's the truth. And I got to a point actually, and and people were also telling me I wasn't fun anymore. It wasn't even just like I felt like it. People were also telling me I wasn't fun anymore. And it was more so because I was maturing and I was at a different place in my life and they were in a completely different place and wanted to kind of keep me where I was, but I was really letting it get to me. And that's actually part of the reason why I ended up like getting into the point where I found myself like smoking marijuana and doing things like that before I found Jesus, (laughs) because I felt like, oh, when I do this, like when I, when I smoke a little, when I, when I drink a little wine, when I do that. I feel like this is this is really me. Like this is this is how I'm supposed to be. It's coming out. Like I don't know how else to get it out. So once I gave my life to Jesus, he gave it back to me. He was like, "No, it's in there. You don't need this. This is not this is not you. This is just showing you that, you know, there is something else in you, but I can get it out. I can lift it back up to the forefront." And that's exactly what Jesus did for me. And I am full of joy and I feel fun. I feel like this is me. This is really me without all of the other side effects. So playing is a really fun hobby, whether you're playing with your children, you're playing with your boyfriend, you know, cracking jokes together, laughing together, watching comedy together, just enjoying things and taking it more lightly then you need to. And you can also do this by volunteering. If you're someone who likes to volunteer, like with animals, you know, some people love playing with dogs and running around with them, throwing frisbees and doing things like that and laughing, throwing your head back, having a really great laugh and feeling free out in the sun, out on the beach, playing, being young again at heart, having a childlike spirit, enjoying your family, your friends, and yourself is a beautiful way to be able to release your femininity. Another hobby that you could probably guess was going to be on this list is dancing. 
dancing is a beautiful way for you to release your femininity, release the energy that you've been storing up all day in a way that helps you to connect with yourself. When you dance, you are taking in music, you're taking in rhythm, you're allowing yourself to be able to be one with that. And that is a beautiful way of expressing yourself. It's a way of exercising and keeping yourself toned and fit and beautiful. And it allows you to be exposed to different cultures, whether it's ballet, which is a beautiful feminine hobby to be able to take a ballet class, regardless of how old you are. Some of you have always wanted to do ballet, but you feel like, uh, I'm not five years old. So being like, like, uh, I don't know about that. Well, it doesn't matter. You can be 47 and take a ballet class. It's beautiful. You're You'll realize, by the way, that when you take that class, it's not what you think it is. Ballet actually takes a lot of strength, a lot of discipline. It is not easy. Those smooth, beautiful, graceful movements are very controlled and fluid for a reason. You're using a lot. And it's a wonderful way to be able to have some more elegance, grace, and help you with your posture and just feel more womanly and beautiful because of the clothes that you're wearing. And if you decide to do other kinds of dancing like salsa or tango or anything, tap dancing, you get to learn a little bit about other cultures. And that's nice too, because you can see what other countries consider like feminine and beautiful and leaning a little bit to that. So if you haven't done that, it could be a fun thing for you to do this summer. Take a dance class in your neighborhood. And if you live in a neighborhood where they don't offer that, it's a perfect opportunity to visit another neighborhood. Go into a neighborhood that you aspire to live in one day and you get to be in a place where you can meet other women and make more friends and just see the possibilities that God has for your life. Step out of your comfort zone and get into a place where you can create. Another fun, beautiful feminine hobby is interior decorating. This is a really nice hobby because it allows you to be able to take a space and imagine and create, recreate, redesign. Rooms are one of the most difficult things for people to be able to come up with a concept for. And when I go on Instagram and I go on these apps where they're showing these like beautiful designs and decorations in a home. I'm like, how do they think about that? How did they come up with that? I would have never chosen those color drapes and this type of wallpaper. I usually keep my place super minimal or it looks like a complete like garden. It's like one or the other, (laughs) but I value and love those women who are able to have the eye for truly decorating in a way where it brings their personality out. And I think it's fun to have a refresh, decorate your room or decorate your home every season or just every birthday, every kind of like new marker and just give it a refresh, give it a revive. Take some time to just appreciate certain things. A lot of times you don't appreciate the things that you have until you walk into spaces where you don't have it or you end up in a place where you can't have it. So your beautiful apartment or your beautiful home may have huge windows that you never thought so much of until you move into a place where there's barely any natural light. It's so dark and you're like, oh, 
I should have done more with those windows. <laughs> so taking time to appreciate where you are and just being grateful helps you to lean into your femininity and allows you to be able to create an environment that helps you to feel creative, strong, feminine, relaxed, whatever you know essence you want your home to carry, you get to create that with a hobby of decorating. Another fun feminine hobby is making things like soap, candles, and fragrances. That's always a really nice thing I see a lot of women doing, especially mothers who maybe had a certain career in their life and then maybe they, I don't know why I'm laughing, it's not like this is funny, <laughs> because I literally went down this path, but maybe they had a corporate career and then they had a child and now they don't work a traditional job anymore, but they always kind of have something that they're always doing, which I very much encourage as a woman. It's so important to be able to be that wife, be that mother and homemaker, but it's also so important for you to have something for yourself and having a hobby that can actually turn into a career or not a career, but like a side passive way of making income or just a joyful hobby that can actually be monetized is a blessing. You can bless your family, you can bless strangers, and you can sell your things when you're making things like soaps and candles and, you know, body oils and things like that, where you can sell it on Etsy. It's fun to make. It's super, you know, feminine and relaxing and fun to create scents. As you know, I have my fragrance line, Fine Forever, so I am very much a connoisseur of fine fragrances. I enjoy the time and the all of the things that go behind creating something that a person's going to wear and enjoy. So this is a really beautiful way of gifting your family, your neighbors, your friends, and just allowing yourself to be part of their day, part of their routine by having some candles or soaps that came from you. So if you haven't thought about doing that, it's fun, it's simple, and it's a really nice hobby for someone who is a stay-at-home mom. Another really fun hobby that helps you to feel super feminine is scrapbooking. This is where you create an album and you take some time to add some more fun, some more flavor to it. Scrapbooking is something my mom did growing up and she was fantastic at like creating lasting memories. So she would have all of these albums that she would spend hours and hours developing photos and creating like all of these different memories from camps to vacations to holidays and documenting everything. And it's not even just documenting a picture, but it's like, I have like my favorite color, food, music from kindergarten all the way through high school. Like every year, everything was documented. And it's a beautiful gift to your family. It's a beautiful way to not take advantage of, you know, the things that you're blessed with as a woman obviously in this day and age we take pictures on our phones and a lot of times we take so many pictures as a matter of fact like i'm gonna look at my phone right now and i'm gonna tell you how many pictures i have it's probably gonna be disgusting <laughs> you can do the same thing look at your phone and tell me how many pictures you have 
in your album. Right now it says I have 27,999 pictures in my phone. That is insane. And the beautiful thing about scrapbooking is the fact that you can take those pictures and actually print them out, which most people do not do anymore, and put them in a physical album. It is different when you look at pictures in a physical way than looking at it on your phone. A lot of those pictures that you've taken, you're never gonna look at them again, or you probably look at them every so often. You don't appreciate them. Some people have albums like on Facebook, some people post, little albums like on Instagram, which is fine too, but there's nothing like having a physical book that you can, you know, take time to decorate and make your own and add your own creative spin to it. And people can come over your house and look at it. And if you have young children, they love, children love looking at pictures and memories of their life. They love it. It means so much to them. So if you really want to bless your children, take some time and make a scrapbook for them. And (laughs) companies can do it too. You don't have to do it all. Like companies can help you make those scrapbooks happen, but it's, it's a hobby. It's something that can become your own. Another really fun feminine hobby that you can do to help you feel more feminine is painting, drawing, and pottery. And those are three different things. I'm putting them together because they all kind of involve artistic expression with your hands and materials. Um, painting, of course, is it's so beautiful to be able to capture an image created in your mind, paint something that you're seeing with watercolors or with different materials that just bring the photo a new meeting. Um, Photography, of course, is part of this. But in terms of just really feeling feminine, I would say painting a picture versus taking a picture with a camera is a much more feminine way of um, recreating that image, right? So drawing, same thing. Drawing is a beautiful feminine hobby. And I see a lot of high school students drawing and taking an art class and enjoying it and being really gifted with it, but then nothing comes from it later, which is fine. But this is the time now as an adult where you can start to remember what you used to love to do and brought you peace and made you feel good. You know, sometimes when you do hobbies, there's that like self-validation of like feeling accomplished because you created something. And we were made to create the Lord. The first thing the Lord put in the book, the Bible, the greatest, most important book of your life. The first sentence, it says, in the beginning, God created. First sentence, in the beginning, God created. That was the first thing that God thought was important for us to see. In the beginning, God created. We are natural creators because we're made in the image of God. We are made to be like God. He made us natural born creators just like him. So when you create something, you feel a sense of accomplishment, even if no one sees it. So when you make that casserole or that apple pie or those lemon cookies, even if no one is going to eat it but you, you feel a sense of accomplishment like, wow, I did that. And that's a beautiful thing. That is part of being a creator is you judging, fixing, enjoying, and just feeling like you did something. So create, take a pottery class, learn how to do pottery. It's beautiful to see like the actual pottery being made. It's a really soothing art to watch and creating things that can be 
items in your home or gifts are just so important because it helps you to look at something and feel hope that you can do it. Whatever it is, you can do it. Another super feminine hobby, which you probably could have guessed again, is gardening, gardening and floral arranging. And those are two different things. Again, I feel like I'm stuffing like 30 things in this video, even though I only wanted to give you 10, because this is so important for those of you who grew up in neighborhoods where you didn't have anything to do. You were always bored. Your parents maybe didn't have the means or just didn't care enough to provide you with things to do. You may feel like you can't do anything and it's not true. There's so much you can do. You just have to step out and try new things. Even if they seem boring, even if you didn't used to like it when you were younger, try it out now as a grown woman. Try it out now and learn. Learn something different. I'm not really someone who loves gardening. I remember my mom trying to teach me how to garden as a child, going to the store, buying the the flowers, and I just could not stand the smell of the dirt. I do not like bugs. I don't like being in like the outdoors for long periods of time. It just goes against what I really enjoy. It's beautiful and I love to watch people garden. I wish I really enjoyed it and maybe I will later on in my life. But what I do really enjoy is floral arranging. So I love picking flowers out or purchasing flowers and making my own arrangements. I love taking the time to put them in beautiful vases and look at them in the home and see, you know, people smile when they see it and just see how much it lifts up the space. I enjoy that part. So I appreciate the people who planted and gardened and that is so relaxing and so soothing and a beautiful feminine hobby. But for me personally, floral arranging, that is a hobby that I enjoy. That's something I do every week is making my own floral arrangements. So whatever it is that you like, no one's forcing you into anything and you're not any more or less feminine because you don't like something. <laughs> You're not like a masculine woman because you don't like to garden and bake. You don't have to. But there is something that you're going to like and embrace whatever that is. Creating music. That is a beautiful way for you to express your femininity. And that involves having an instrument, whether it's a piano, a violin, a flute, a clarinet, a harp, or just your natural gifted voice from God by singing. Creating music is a beautiful way of expressing yourself. It's a great hobby. If you were younger and you were placed in the band and you had to play the clarinet and you felt like a loser, perhaps in that environment, that culture made you feel that way. But in reality, it's a beautiful skill and it's a really fun hobby. It doesn't have to be you performing on a grand stage for the whole school. It can just be you in your room playing the clarinet and relaxing and, in, and thinking about your day or thinking about your future or thinking about whatever it is you're thinking about, staring out at the window, looking at the trees and playing your clarinet. These are all beautiful instruments. The ones I mentioned are very feminine instruments to play, the piano, the clarinet, the harp, they're all extremely like feminine in terms of just like the way you're playing it and the way it sounds, the way that it's expressed. It's a beautiful way of expressing yourself in a feminine way. Mm -hmm.
Another feminine hobby that some of you are probably underestimating because maybe in your community it doesn't seem like it's a hobby is hairstyling and clothing styling. Being able to create hairstyles just for fun. This is something that I think is so fun to do, especially if you have like natural hair or if you like playing with wigs to have like a wig head that you mount your wig on and create fun hairstyles. You know, some people just enjoy playing in hair. And I know that that may sound like who would want to do that if you're not that kind of a person. But some people just really enjoy playing with hair. My sister's one of those people and she would do all of my friend's hair in high school and her friend's hair just for fun. And of course, the styles were really cute and they loved it and they appreciated it, but it was really a hobby. And it's something that you can definitely make money with along with styling clothing. And some of these hobbies, sometimes they sound like, okay, this is childish or, you know, who has time for this? This is part of your life. This is part of you using your gifts that God gave you. In the Bible, as a matter of fact, Jesus was telling a parable. Now, I don't know if you're familiar with this, but when Jesus was on earth, he would he was really different than you probably think he was. He would answer questions without answering them like in a in a straightforward kind of way. When people would ask him a question, instead of just answering it, he would tell them a parable, which is like a short story, and he's answering your question, but he's making you figure it out. And one of the parables that he came up with and is in the Bible is a parable of the talents. You can Google it. You can look it up in your Bible. And he's basically in this parable telling us about a man who gave all of his servants a certain amount of money. And when he came back, he asked them what they had. And one thing that he said was that for those who who had whatever amount he gave them and made more with what they had, he gave them more. And for those who didn't, who did nothing with it or who did barely anything with it, he took it away from them and gave it to the person who was doing more. And that is a reflection of what the Lord wants you to do with your talents, with your gifts, with the things that he's given you. So many of you have been blessed by God greatly blessed to have so many gifts. Like you can do it all. You can do half of these things on this list without any training, any formal training. God just blessed you with hands that could braid hair or he blessed you with the ability to be able to see an outfit on someone and go, mm, 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 mm. that does not work, but I'm going to show you what does work and just change a person's life because you knew how to figure out proportions or what hair color, what hairstyle would work best on this face shape. Like you just have it. That is a gift from God. And these are things that may seem like, okay, it's so childish to just be playing around with styling outfits, but it's actually not childish. It's actually a gift. And it's something that brings you joy and happiness and can also be used as a resource or as a way of you making money or sharing it with someone else who can do that for their lives, you know, because we're all here for each other. So just wanted to throw that out there uh, along with making jewelry. Okay, that's another fun hobby that helps you to feel super feminine and helps you to feel good. Making necklaces, making bracelets, making rings. These are fun, exciting hobbies that you can do. 
hosting events at your home is a very feminine hobby. And why it's a feminine hobby is that you're able to create. You create a schedule for the night. You create a theme. You create food. You create the decorations, the music. Like you're putting together an entire production. And this is a really fun hobby that some feminine women like to do in the spring, in the summer, is host like garden parties or host dinner banquets. And it's something that they end up being known for because it's it's what they do. <laughs> Another uh, feminine hobby that goes right in, lo- in line with that is planning events like weddings and gatherings, right? That's like another scale of hosting events at your home. But if you're not doing like birthday parties and things like that, weddings are a beautiful way of connecting with other women, enjoying your femininity with them, and, you know, allowing yourself to be able to pour into someone else's very special day. Sewing, latch hooking, knitting. These are all beautiful, fun, feminine hobbies. I learned how to latch hook when I was in high school. And although, you know, it it seemed like an old lady's hobby, it was really fun. It was fun to find different patterns and different colors. And yeah, when I was younger, I didn't have a whole, whole lot to do in terms of like entertainment at home. I was involved in a lot of hobbies, but I did not have like the ability to just like watch TV for however long I wanted. I, of course, I wasn't on social media because there wasn't social media. So I had to do things like this and it was fun. And it is nice to know that I can make a pillow or blanket or things of that nature. Um, And it was relaxing. It was very relaxing. And last but not least, a very feminine hobby that can help make you feel good is creating content. And this is a feminine hobby, depending, of course, on what you're doing and how you're doing it. But again, it's a hobby. It's for fun. When I started my YouTube channels, they were just for fun. And it was just a way of me being able to express my creativity. And I just started by making videos, trying on different wigs. I saw a lady... At the time, no one was doing this. It was just one lady. She's from New York. She was very light skinned and she was hilarious. I loved watching her. Her name was, her name is, or was Muffins is my lovers, if you know who I'm talking about. And when I saw her videos, I was like, wow, I really like what she does. But I don't know if that wig is going to look good because we're not the same color. We don't have the same head shape. What if I created videos like she does with someone who's darker and with a different head shape to help people to see what it would look like on someone that looks like me? And it was just so much fun. I loved wearing different wigs and showing them off and helping people to be able to see what they're going to buy before spending money on it. It was a blast. And this is before YouTube paid. So everything I was doing on YouTube was a hobby, was for fun. And I started my natural hair channel and I started documenting my natural hair journey. That was so much fun. My hair was a hobby, cutting my hair, dyeing my hair, using different products and recording videos and talking about my experience with products and styling it for people to see how to create different styles with products. It was so much fun. It was a great hobby. So you can have your makeup channel if you want to make one. You can make a channel 
literally doing a hobby. So you can create content on interior decorating, on scrapbooking, on making jewelry, on baking. So it's like a double whammy, right? Um, I know a young lady, I just met her recently, we went to lunch and she says that she, she actually just won Miss, let me get this right, Miss South Carolina. She just won Miss South Carolina. Beautiful, sweet, feminine woman. And we went to lunch and she was talking about how she has a hobby where she goes to like different states and goes to like different state parks and collects coins or something. I I can't remember, but it was very cool. Um, She basically collects, I think, coins or stamps for every park she goes to. And that's her hobby. So she visits all these different national parks in different states and collects these stamps. Now, she is a gorgeous. I mean, she won Miss South Carolina. You know, she's gorgeous beautiful feminine woman and this hobby someone might think oh that's not feminine to like be collecting stamps at national parks (laughs) it is a feminine hobby it's you being in nature it's you enjoying your life it's you taking time to find something that means something to you and documenting it that is beautiful and her name is for those of you who may want to follow her because she actually does have a podcast her podcast is about pageants. So for those of you who are interested in pageants, she has a podcast about it and it's called Positioned to Win. Her name is Jada Sam, J-A-D-A-S-A-M. You can find her on Instagram. Her Instagram is Jada Samuel, Jada M. Samuel on Instagram, but her name is Jada Samuel. And she has a podcast that's called Positioned to Win and it's about pageantry. So if you happen to find her, you can let her know that you heard about her on my podcast because she's still starting out and I think she would love to have your support. She is such a beautiful person on the inside and the outside and I thought her hobby was so cool and I'm like, I'm going to bring that up because some people think that feminine hobbies have to be only certain things, but they can be so many things. So I hope that you enjoyed this podcast. I hope that it helped you to be able to just see that there are so many things that you can do, regardless of where you live, regardless of how you were brought up, regardless of whether or not you had a mother or a role model, because so many of us did not have it. It doesn't mean that your life still can't be meaningful, still can't be fun, still can't learn new things. This is the time to do it right now. Find something and start doing it and incorporating it once a week, once a month, (laughs) but make it part of your life and it will bring you joy. So I hope that this blessed you. Thank you so much for your support on this podcast. Thank you for your love. Thank you for all of your beautiful messages on my Instagram page, on my YouTube channel. You are all so loving and I thank you for your beautiful reviews. I love you all so much and I hope that I will chat with you soon and be feeling a lot better next time. Have a beautiful, beautiful day. Remember that in all things you do, make a feminine impression. Bye-bye.